everybody, and welcome to the BitPunks podcast for the last week of March. Already, really? Yeah. Holy the crap! Is, is over and done with essentially. Now that I got my 3ds, it's over. I don't. Uh, I have well, no more need of March. You are not allowed to talk about that until what you've been playing, and only in that segment because I hate you for having one. I don't know. I'll try to sneak it in here or there. I'll bet you will. That's what she said. Yeah, that doesn't work. So, uh, the man with the 3DS is Mr. Jace Pogue. Hello. Um, we also have with us Mr. Chris Driggers. What's up? And me, I guess I'll be hosting this week, uh, since Kent is some, haven't, doing baby, what, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I am, yeah, he's pregnant. Uh, I am Nate Boffman, and Katie Pogue, I believe, is out on assignment this week, um, researching the story mode of Bejeweled 4. So, oh, man. We're going to get the scoop? I believe we are going to have uh, an exclusive scoop on Bejeweled 4 in our next episode. Do you know episode. if one of the new jewels is a blue waffle? I, can't, I cannot confirm or deny this. Well, I mean, given the popularity of blue waffles in this day and age, I mean, <laughs> it would surprise me if they weren't. Well, let's just say, Jace, you might be in luck. That, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I'm so excited. <laughs> all right. So uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be right back with what you've been playing. And so you get to hear Jace talk about his 3DS. Yes, you will. Yes. Welcome back, everybody. We hope you enjoyed our little musical break of awesome music that Jace put in, which I'm saying right now is music from Rebecca Black. No, the song is titled sir. Friday. No, Friday. Friday. No. We'll be partying. Yeah. No, we're not. It's fun. So, fun, fun, let's, fun. Let's, let's talk about what we've been playing. Um... Chris, start us off. What you been playing, man? Yeah, so I've been playing Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, and honestly, I've single played, player or multiplayer? I've only played a very little bit of the single player. Oh, um, dude, I've been on a multiplayer out. kick lately with that. That's game okay. Because okay. I love, I love the fact that it is a finesse type multiplayer. You know, coming from the Reach and yeah, everything else, it really is. <laughs> what? I said it really is a finesse multiplayer. Yeah. I mean, until everybody gets, you know, just run into a crowd and randomly kill whoever's standing there, and then it's a true, true. But still, overall, I really like it. I really enjoy it. I'd like to see more of it, um, maybe in different settings. Um, I've been doing the Halo Reach thing, and that's mm. been pretty fun. Had my best game I've ever played yesterday. And it was really? the first time I used the polisher. Yeah, it was me and uh, Chuck. One of our friends. And so we were doing Team Slayer, so four and four. And our two teammates left while going in. Uh-huh. And he went like 13 kills and I went 26 kills and we won the match against these other four guys. Um, with like a 10 point lead or something like that. So it was pretty awesome, I must say. Um, and it was lots of fun. So 
Call of Duty Black Ops, always on the on the list. The new big ones that I've been playing were um, the Championship Edition, Pac-Man Deluxe. Oh, that's oh, a good one. That's such a good I absolutely game. love it. It's been a lot of fun. And I, I try to play a little bit of it every day, um, just so that, you know, I keep actually playing what I paid for. Hey, Chris, wh- when are you on playing Reach? Um, mostly at night around this time. Ah. More or less. Tuesday nights, Jace. You need to join us for uh, oh, game right. night. We have a big Tuesday night game night. Well, thanks for finally telling me. <laughs> I thought we did tell you before. Uh, maybe, maybe if somebody stopped playing with their little 3DS and jump on the Xbox. Oh, Yeah, snap. since I've had it these past few weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. Anyway. Anyway, so... And the other thing that I've been playing... Is Pokemon White. Oh, how um, is it? Racist. I like it a lot, actually. You know, I have... I've played a bunch of them. I came from the era of, you know, red, green. And so that's the Pokemon that I knew best. And so moving to new games, I just really didn't get into all the new characters. Or all the new Pokemon. Uh, this time around, I actually give a crap. Um, actually, like a lot of the characters that they added... And the storyline's pretty interesting, so I like it a lot. Hoping that some of my friends get it and we can trade and stuff. Cause, I've uh, thought about it. I just battle. I don't know. You know, you know how it goes. Other than that, um, I went to PAX. Oh yeah, tell us about PAX, please. And PAX was amazing. Um, obviously, saw lots of things. Um, let's see, I I got my hands on Firefight, which is something I hadn't heard of before, but it's basically like a third or first person shooter um, in the future. And I don't oh, know. Yeah. There's isn't much like more to say to than play, that. Isn't that like a free to play MMO shooter thing, or am I thinking of something else? It's not an MMO. I don't know. It's a little different than that, but it has the same style as Borderlands, that cell shading. Um, pretty fun, pretty interesting. Just have to check it out. Um, I think the highlight of the entire thing was, you know, we waited in line forever to look at the Portal 2 clip that they had inside their little box. So we mm-hmm. waited in line. We get up, and they decide to let, like, a ton of media in. And we're like, great, now we're going to have to wait another 15 minutes. And they wave us through. And so it turned out that we were able to, to go watch the Portal 2 you know, mini trailer in this really, you know, tiny, like, 30-seat cube. <laughs> closed off with several, several, you know, video game journalists, including some of the people from G4. And the only one I really recognized was Morgan Webb, so that was kind of cool. Other than that, tons of board games like crazy. And, oh, of course, Bioshock Infinite. Little, yeah, a little mismatch there. I will say that it will... I will probably pre-order it when it's available because that's all you had to say about it. What else is there to say? It's flipping awesome. Well, like, yeah. I mean, like, I you could tell us about it, the experience but... that you that you had with it. Like, how long did you get to play it? And oh, like... you don't. No, 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 I didn't get to play it at all. They didn't oh, have yeah, any demo was... of it. Oh, it was what? just like a. They did a talk about how they got to the idea of putting it in the in the sky as opposed to leaving it, you know, back where Rapture was under the ocean. 
And uh, it's just pretty interesting stuff that, you know, unless you care about game development and that kind of stuff, then you kind of don't really care. But it was a great talk. You can read all about it on Kotaku. <laughs> yeah, they have the video of, of what they showed on, yeah. of the, the uh, what what's it called, the system of pulleys or whatever that you ride on. Yeah, exactly. So they showed the... Uh, the uh, rail system as to how you That's move it. around Thank the you. city. And uh, it was really impressive, you know, the starting point at which they just have the very raw, um, rough system and putting, you know, like cubes for bad guys and saying, well, how, how do we get this to work? And it looks like it works really well. And they, you know, they went into the idea of, you know, with more three-dimensional space, you know, when you were in Rapture, everything was kind of closed off. And so there were obviously only so many, I guess, attack avenues to be watching for enemies to be coming at you with. The rail system, you could easily see that when you're in an open setting, you have a lot more directionality to worry about. And that they kind of did the, uh, they even said the valve thing, um, to direct your attention to certain spots, basically using the art and a couple other things. So um, definitely something to look forward to. I'm really mad they didn't give me a shirt, even though I had my hands on one. And uh, but that's a whole whole different story. Ah, that's um, a sad story. It is a sad story. Yeah. So I, I was, you know, they basically everybody came at a certain time to grab a shirt, and I pushed through the line, and I got through, and the guy literally like looked at me. I said, uh, "I'll take a large shirt." He put it in my hand, and I went to grasp it. He looked around, realized it was the last shirt kind of tugged it back from me and then threw it into the crowd. And I was what? like, no! What? How could, how could you do it? That's such an ass move. I was so upset. And he's like, here, here's yeah. a sticker. I'm like, fuck your sticker. <laughs> I don't want a damn sticker. <laughs> but, you know, that's what it was. Um, like you said, lots of board games, obviously. I got... One of the Munchkin games, so I got Super Munchkin, and I got Steve Jackson to sign the box, so that was cool. Oh, awesome! Did you get yeah. get to play um, Zombie Munchkin? I didn't get the opportunity to. Those tables were so full all the time; there was no way I was getting in. Oh, I so want that game. I love Munchkin. Oh, I played I played Mrs. Explosion Man, and that's oh, going to yeah? be great. Oh, nice. So look forward to that. Um, I feel like I'm missing one one big thing, but I don't can't grab it, so we'll push it on. Continue. Pax was great. Go to it if you can. The end. I wish I could have. I had to sell my tickets, both for me and, I and wish Katie, I and it was uh, I got three hundred dollars for it. So woo-hoo. I yeah. probably shouldn't have said that. No, <laughs> you said it last episode, so. Oh, I met I met one of the StarCraft two casters I like. Um, oh yeah, did you meet Day Nine? Yeah, met Day Nine. Nice. It was lots of fun. Good times. So moving on. Next. Moving question. on. Jace. Yes. What have you been playing? Uh, right now I am breaking barrels with Ken <laughs> on the 3DS. So yeah, I have a 3DS. <laughs> Fuck your 3DS. That's what I thought. Do you want to know about my 3DS? Please tell me about it. Have you gotten headaches from it? No. Uh, no headaches at all. Especially when I have it on 2D mode. 
Uh, really, the, the 3D doesn't bother me. If it breaks, it doesn't really mess with my head. I just notice it is broken. And I can switch between the uh, the 3D screen and the 2D lower screen pretty fine. I know that it gives Katie a bit of a headache and it's hard for her to, to, to focus on. I know a lot of people have, have been saying that they've been getting headaches and you know it's hard for them to focus on it and hard for them to stay in the 3D zone. But I really haven't had much of a problem with it. Uh, maybe I'm just lucky. I don't know. The only game I have for it is Super Street Fighter 4, and I have Ghost Recon coming in the mail. And I'm really excited for that one because that's made by some of the guys who did XCOM, and it's a turn-based strategy game, and I love turn-based strategy games. Um, what about the um, uh, playing a, a, a regular DS game on your 3DS? How does that work? Um, How does it look? It's a bit blurry. Because it like kind of scales things up, you can have it scaled down uh, to actual pixels, but it makes it so like the screen is smaller than like in in terms of inches, uh, smaller than the original DS's screen. So it's it gets really tiny, but it gets a lot crisper that way. If you have it blown up, then it's a bit blurry. But I really haven't had a problem with it. It doesn't bother me so much. So would you say to to keep your DS and not trade it in to get a 3DS then? Uh, yes, if you have a DSi with DSiWare on it, keep your DSi because there's supposed to eventually be an ability to transfer all your DSiWare yeah, that's over not, to that's the 3DS. next year. Or not next year, but next month. Yeah. some Sometime in May, I heard. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, also in May is when, like, the web browser is coming out and the uh, DSiWare stuff like uh the virtual console stuff uh game boy game boy color and turbo graphic 16 um mm. which is a strange choice uh i guess it's because they had a portable version of the turbo graphic 16 and they you know think they oh, okay we'll do that maybe they won't have the cd games on there but honestly i don't i don't know why they can't do the entire virtual console library from the wii why they just can't have that on there. Because Nintendo is... I don't know. They're, they're stubborn. Continue. They're very, very stubborn. They think they know what's right, and they'll stick with their guns. Stick to their guns about it. And and also, yeah. there's no Game Boy Advance virtual console, which I can't imagine why. Maybe they want people to buy all the Game Boy and Game Boy Color games first, and to, you know, instead of all the... Fancy-looking Game Boy Advance games. Uh, I think that's silly, though. Uh, I don't know. I maybe, hope they do. Maybe it'll come later. I hope so. Uh, there are so yeah, many Game Boy games so. I enjoyed and would like to play again. Um, the AR stuff is interesting. Uh, I couldn't get the... Uh, I saw some videos of that. It looked really cool. Yeah, I could not get the AR cards to work at all. It just kept on telling me that I can't. It, it can't recognize the AR card. It sees that there's an AR card there, and it puts like a crosshair over it, and, it, and you have it stare at it for a while. It's like, oh, I don't recognize this one. It's like it's freaking Kirby, dude. It's Kirby. Can't you see? It's Kirby. I don't know. I guess it's because I can't get enough light in my apartment to uh, to, to make it happy. I mean, the amount of light here is fine for me, but. Apparently not for the DS. Right. You have to have like really bright lights for it. 
But I was able to play Face Raiders, and oh boy, do I like raiding some faces. Um, yeah, you do. It, that's like, you know, it's a little bit of an AR game. I mean, you take a picture of somebody's face. It starts out with you taking a picture of your face, and you have to line up your your eyes and your mouth to like two dots and a slit, and you line that up, take the picture, and it stretches that image over a 3D polygon face. Uh, model and then it starts doing all sorts of strange contortions and making strange sounds and scaring the shit out of you uh, <laughs> it's actually kind of terrifying I say, I would say and then it has you like uh, shooting at the faces by like it's using the cameras on the back to look at your surroundings and they are coming in at all different angles and you move you're not seeing me move here but I'll, I'll explain no it anyway. we're not seeing you move no if you are, you, there's something wrong with you. Um, you're moving the, the 3DS around and looking at the environment around you, and it's using the tilt sensor to uh, detect, you know, how you're moving it. And it's, you know, overlaying the, the, the face guys who are in these helmets that with propellers on it, and they, you know, attack you in various different ways. They'll fly up on you and try to kiss you, or they'll spit balls at you, and you're shooting these ping-pong <laughs> balls type things at them, and you know, try to knock them out, and they all, there's, like, different patterns and ways that they attack you and ways that you attack them and different bosses, so there's a whole bunch of different levels, and as you're going through it, it encourages you to take pictures of more people. I took yeah, a picture yeah. of my wife, Katie, and took a pictures of uh, two of my uh, four cats, and um, it actually works with the cats, but it looks weird. Since it's still being stretched out on a on a human face <laughs> model, but uh, it still works. It, you can also take big, uh, like photos of pictures of people, as long as it lines up. So I want to get Chuck Norris in there, and maybe Iwata and some other people. Chewbacca. It's a it's a it's a whole lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. All right. There, there's a lot of hidden bits and bobs in the the 3ds, like the street pass. Uh, you know, having it on but closed allows the 3ds to communicate with other 3ds's in the area uh, to swap information, like save data information. Like Super Street Fighter Four has ability to have like these little figurines that you collect fight each other when uh, the two 3ds's pass one another. They have different stats, and if you win, you, you get some. I think you get the um, um, the figure for yourself, and there's a whole bunch of different figures, and the stats go up and stuff like that. And there's a pedometer built into the 3DS, and it's it's always tracking your your footsteps when you have it uh, on but closed in sleep mode. And mm -hmm. for every 100 steps, you get one coin, and you use these coins to spend on various little extras in every single game. Like I heard that the thing you get for the target in AR is really cool. I saw a video on Kotaku about that. If, so if I would you, suggest you spending your points on that. The target in AR? What do you mean? There, there's a target oh, game. Oh, the target game. Yeah, the AR cards. I can't get to work. Yeah. yeah. I wish I could yeah. get it to work. Maybe if I can get enough light in here. put it in Go outside. Land. Screw that. No, that's not about... You don't play video games outside. That's unheard of. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean that's not why they made the portable console name. What about Baktai, Baktai, or whatever? That was, it was. A, that was a terrible idea because 
the screen washed. Uh, I mean, the the sun washed out the screen oh, so God. much that you couldn't really see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's that's a bad idea. Anyway, you know, you get these coins, you can spend it on things in various different games. Uh, there's a hidden role playing game in the 3DS. Have you heard of this? I have not actually. Yeah, it uses uh, me characters and these uh, these coins that you collect from from walking. And it's just it's this really really small light RPG where you try to rescue your me that you make, and mm-hmm. it uses all the me's that you collect in Street Pass as the characters that go around fighting these monsters. Now, uh, if you don't have any me's, you can also use the coins that you get from the pedometer to hire these cat people, these little cats to fight for you, but they're like one-off attacks. Once they're attacked, they go away, and you have to buy more of them. So it's like mm-hmm. a slow progression. You go through one fight, and it saves it, and you get little unlockables, like you can get a uh, Mario hat to put on your me. Uh, nice. It's one of the unlockables. Uh, so I don't know, you know what the other unlockables are, but I'm sure there's a whole bunch of cool stuff in there. Uh, hopefully a Wario mustache would be awesome. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the 3DS besides just the 3D. Uh, really, the 3D isn't the thing that impresses me the most. I mean, I can I can take it or leave it. It's kind of cool, but after a while, you just kind of forget it's there. Um, yeah. At least, mm-hmm. you know, just playing with uh, the built-in games and Super Street Fighter Four. I tried out Pilot Wings at Best Buy, and the 3D has used a great effect there. And it's it's good to to it helps you judge distance between your aircraft and like the rings that you're flying through. So it's 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 used quite well there. I'd like to see more games and uh, see how the 3D is used, and. Uh, See how this how this system develops, but uh, so far the, the system is not selling out. Uh, I was I was at Walmart last night just picking up some some milk or whatever, and they had plenty of 3ds's just sitting in the case, and nobody was going after them. So yeah. it's not really selling out like the Wii did or the DS did. And uh, from what I hear, in Japan, there's a huge glut of uh, 3ds's being traded in now. Is there a reason why? Is it making people sick, or they just don't like it? Uh, there's no reason no why. Games. Well, yeah, there's no games. Uh, maybe people are just unhappy with it, or maybe it's from all the the people who try to buy the system to resell it on eBay or whatever, and they can't get the same price or, or better. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because it's not going for as much on eBay, because people can find them. The people who want it can find them. Uh, it doesn't seem like the... The um, the demand is really there, which is a shame. Yeah, it, it, I it, the, my problem is that you know, like I just bought a DSi like a year or two years ago, so yeah. having me up upgrade already again is uh, I'm just not ready yet. Yeah, if you're not ready yet, don't feel bad about it. There's not a whole lot of games out that no, really take advantage for. of the 3DS or really are that exciting. I mean, sure, Super Street Fighter 4 is fun, even though I suck at it. Uh, Ghost Recon <laughs> looks awesome, and I'm sure I'm going to have a lot of fun with that. And, you know, Pilot Wings is fun, but it's kind of a little bare bones. And But, you know, there's there's nothing right now. Yeah, I, It wouldn't hurt to wait for a 3DS unless 
you really, really want to be like one of the first people to have this technology and, and try all these new right. games. And, and like me, you know, being a, a crazy technophile yeah. that I am. Uh, I'm happy with it. I'm having fun with it. But if if you're feeling kind of iffy about it, you know, just just don't get it. Just wait. Yeah, that's that's my plan. Yeah, it's just wait. Yeah, and just, and don't feel bad about it. Even though I'm going to try to make you feel bad about it. Yeah, you will. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I went a long time about the 3ds. Uh, but there's other stuff I've been playing. Uh, Minecraft. I've been playing a lot of Minecraft lately. Uh, because I've been really? I've been installing mods on Minecraft, and I didn't realize how many awesome mods there are that people are making for it. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, a portal gun, yeah, like from Portal, yeah. totally works. Yeah, it's awesome. You can craft the portal gun from like um, di- I, th- I think it's either gold and lapis lazuli or something like that, and then gives you an orb, and you make the gun, and then you can shoot portals that way. But you still take fall damage. So you can also craft those little leg splints that Chell has. And put them on your... You can equip them yourself with them so you don't take fall damage. And then you can also uh, craft um, a weighted cube. And you can eventually <laughs> transform that into a companion cube. Uh, by putting like a... You put like a, a red rose inside of the, the weighted cube. And it turns it into a companion cube. And the companion cube heals you. Uh, over time, as you have it in your inventory, and then <laughs> you can take the companion cube, put that in a furnace, and burn it, just like in the in the portal <laughs> game. And it gives you a mu- right. it gives you a music CD, like a music disc, to put in into the the music box. And and I think you can also make the emancipation grid, the thing that destroys all the objects that as you pass through it. Right, mm-hmm. uh, which is supposed to be like really good against creepers. <laughs> they go, they get through that, and they're just gone. Um, other mods, I, I have, uh, I, I'm really excited about it. Be, uh, it sounds silly, but slopes, it slopes and angled walls, and hmm. like instead of have like if you're trying to make a pyramid or a sloped roof, you know, instead of doing like angled like blocks, just like a little blocky slope, you can have like a a nice, nice smooth slope going on with it, and uh, it you can have it, uh, um, you know, on the ground or even on the other underside, like a like, um, a roof slope, and you can also have like uh, stairs going in the air. So you can have something like labyrinth going on, like with David Bowie, with all the MC Escher esque looking stairs going everywhere. Um, yeah, yeah. Got a mini map, a, a working mini map. Which is awesome. Uh, yeah, there's so many. I, I, I got to stop talking about it. There, there are go go out there. The modding community is huge on this. It's a bit of a pain to get the mods installed, but I eventually found a way to install it on my Mac. Uh, there's like a little program that helped me out. I can't remember the name of the program, but if you guys want to know, just just let me know and I'll try to, to find it out. Well, and they have uh, all right. They have an a working uh, multiplayer that's survival now too, right? I don't know. I haven't even tried multiplayer in the longest time because it, you know, it just has been, you know, kind of broken. Yeah. So I mean, I want it to be fully featured and everything. But uh, well, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, I I think I read that that they actually have some multiplayer servers now that are running survival. And so you oh, can good. actually, you know, fight we should people get our and server back online and start playing that, or go on somebody else's server that has an actual population. 
Yeah, that might work. Yeah. Um, I'll go over like, the other stuff I've, I've played real quick, because a lot of them I've already talked about. Tactics Ogre, I'm in Chapter 4, almost ready to beat it. But some of the, mission, some of the missions are just a pain in the ass, because you have to like keep somebody alive, and they're out in the middle of the thing, and then you're using AI that charges forward instead of going back to your group. Because your group starts on one side, and they're on, like, in the middle, and they get surrounded really easy and get killed. And once they get killed, they're permanently dead. Um, it's all sorts of BS. Uh, really annoying. But other than that, it's good. Torchlight, been playing a lot of that. Been installing some mods for that, too. I love it. Um, That's such a good game. Playing that on my Mac, not on Xbox Live. But if you can't get it yeah. on your Mac or PC, get it on Xbox Live. It's freaking awesome. And apparently the... The controls work well. The the uh, the joystick controls work well with it. Uh, Dragon yeah, Quest I played the demo. It works. It works quite well. Yeah, and apparently there's some sort of community achievement or community unlock that's supposed to happen with the Xbox Live version of it. I I don't know the details about it, but it's supposed to unlock something for everybody on the Xbox Live version. I may be like hearing things wrong, but it's something I heard on Twitter from the the Runic guys, the Runic hmm. uh, Twitter feed. Um. Lastly, I've been playing Dragon Quest VI, and then I stopped playing it because I realized that I permanently missed a um, an optional character, and I didn't know that that was possible in this game. Um, because Dragon Quest, uh, as a series, has trained me, at least in that series, not to worry about saying yes or no. You can just go ahead and say it again to see what the answer is because it's all linear. Like, there's no real, like, repercussions for anything. There's only one path. Uh, there's no real choice in it. Well, this one, there's a few right. places that you do have choice. And, uh, you know, there were warnings for it, but I didn't take it seriously because, you know, it's Dragon Quest. There's only one path, right? Nope. Right. Uh, so be careful. If you're playing Dragon Quest VI, th there are branching paths in it a little bit for like the, the optional characters. So I got I got kind of frustrated with that, and I'm kind of tempted to start the game over from the beginning just so I can get this, this crappy optional character. I know he's crappy because I've read the forums. He's like, oh, you can just forget about him. But nope, I got to have everything. I'm a completionist. That's understandable. I bet Kent would agree with you completely. Yeah, too bad he's not here. But he has no. baby stuff. Mm, yeah. Whatever. But I'm all done. I'm all out of hot air now. All right. I'll go back to playing my 3DS. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Pipe in when you hear me say something. Okay. Yeah, um, I have been playing some more You Don't Know Jack, so I don't need to get really into that. But, um... My brother and I picked up Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2 to play together, and we beat it in literally, like, three three days of playing, so, like, six hours, maybe, mm. we beat the game. It's a bit short. It's kind of short. It's, it's very short. It's, it's a button mash game, so, I mean, there's not much to it. It's, it's mindless fun, but, um, yeah, unless, unless you just want to run around button mashing for a while, you can pass on it. Or rent it, even. So. Uh, the Some of the characters are way overpowered. I was telling Chris earlier that, like, Jean Grey has a move that just just slaughters an entire room. 
and uh, so it's 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 halfway fun to be her just to be that overpowered, but then it, that makes it all the more boring because then you just hit that one button and and kill screen. Uh, is she you know? just Jean Grey, so. or is she also the Phoenix in this one? Her name is Jean Grey, but she is wearing the Phoenix costume. Oh, okay. That's why she's overpowered. That's Does she have that body explosion ability from the other games? It's very similar to that, yes. The Phoenix in in Marvel vs. Capcom 3 is uh, freaking overpowered. She can, like, resurrect herself or something. Nice. Wow. Uh, There's there's a a power-up you can... Uh, put points into on this one for her that she has like a certain amount percent chance of self-resurrection if if she gets knocked out Mm. so it's it's kind of a nice thing aside from that i i borrowed dragon age origins from my brother so i am currently in what 2009 i'm 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 catching up to 2011 there's no shame in that dragon age origins is well worth it it's very good. Um, I my team is uh, Morgan Alistair, the dog whose name is Gaspard the Wonder Dog, and awesome. um, <laughs> I love that. and me. Yes, and my name is Amelia Pond. What, Amelia what class Pond. is your What class is your character and race? Mage. My my brother said uh, mages are OP, so they it's it's are... good. And you can eventually yeah. become a magic knight. Um, Really? Yeah, so you can wear like the uh, you know heaviest of armors while also casting magic. I need that. Yeah, because she and it goes after Amelia is the only one who dies because I I'm not good at gauging aggro yet. Yeah, so. and uh, it uses your magic stat instead of your strength stat for figuring out like melee damage and wearing wow. armor. If I remember correctly. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. It's it's this little so, side quest in this. Other area. I think it has to do with like the Lycans, like the uh, the werewolves. I think it's that area. I, it's been a while, but uh, okay. look into that. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, I've plugged in about eight hours so far, and I'm very, I, I'm enjoying it very much. I love Bioware games. Yeah. I love. Well, yeah, I, I played Jade Empire, Kotor, Mass, and both Mass Effects, and so I'm, I'm loving this. Um. And then on the other side of the coin, he also let me borrow Fable 3. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I don't feel the drive to play it. Like, it, when I pick up the two boxes, it's like I would much rather play more Dragon Age than, than do some Fable 3. Yeah, Fable... It's, and it's not that Fable 3 is bad. It's just it's I played Fable 2. This is pretty much the exact same. So. Well, Fable 2 is better from what everybody's been saying about Fable 3. Yeah, I'm not far enough to to make that call, but I I, I can I can see that. Yeah. Um. In in, in a way. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so pretty much those are the only games I've been playing. It's because I've spent so much time playing Marvel with my brother. I mean, we beat it once, and we're about seventy five percent through our second playthrough already. Wow. So. And speaking about games yeah. that were better than the previous one, I heard Marvel, uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, the first one, was better than the second one. Uh, it depends. I think the net code on this is better than the first one. Mm. So uh, if you're playing online, I would disagree. Yeah, okay. But if you're playing with friends on a couch, I, I, I couldn't say. 
because uh, the the first one, the net code is so bad that my brother and I, it's it's literally like a two second lag between when I push a a, a direction and my character begins to move in that direction. Yeah. And then this one, it's at times there's a bit of lag, but it's nowhere near as bad. Mm-hmm. So oh, speaking I, of lag, I, I I forgot to mention just real quick. Uh, Super Street Fighter 4 on the 3DS. I only got to play one match online, and it was super fucking laggy. Ooh, and yeah. on a fighting game? Yes. It, yeah, I mean, it stopped for, a, like, a second or two in the middle of the match while I was pulling off a move. And it was just so sluggish. I ended up winning, but it didn't matter because it wasn't that fun with all the lag. Yeah, that, that doesn't work right. I don't know if it's like that constantly or for everybody, but just that one match was so super laggy, it kind of turned me off. Yeah, I, I can I can understand that completely. Okay. Sorry. So, no, that's fine. That that was uh, that was the end of me. So, I think that's it for what we've been playing. Yeah. Uh, we'll take another quick break and listen to some more Rebecca Black, and we'll come back with our topic, which is sports esque games. And we're back. Uh, I hope you kind of enjoyed our segment on Jace's 3DS and our jealousy of his 3DS. Yep. But that's this, not why we're here. This segment will just contain me playing my 3DS. 
so as Jace sits and plays his 3DS, uh, we're going to talk this week about sports games. Uh, we kind of tentatively titled it Sports S Games because uh, we figured... Uh, that needs to be edited. That's staying Because <laughs> <laughs> we figured that, you know, the more classic sports games were not so much what people these days think of as sports. Um, they're more arcade-style fun games rather than the shit that is out now. Am I right? To a degree. Yeah. To a degree. You, you, Chris, you have to say yeah. Jace, Jace yes. had the right answer. He said yes. yes. Absolutely. Master <laughs> See, it's easy for me to just to say yeah because I'm sitting here playing with you guys. I'll just say yeah to anything I'm prompted Hopefully for. it won't break anytime soon. Hopefully it will. Um, <laughs> so let's start out with uh, Mr. Christopher. Uh, yeah, so Tell us about your sports games of the past. I think we'll start early, like NES early, right? Um, yeah, because I don't I mean, have a lot of Atari go... experience, uh, to be honest. Yeah, I know it's sad. It's sad, but it is what it is. So uh, I think the first game, sports S game that I played, actually was track and field. I actually had a neighbor that got the pad. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we were able to play that. And so don't get me wrong, it was a terrible game. Punching it. Oh, yeah, no, we cheated. ran. And to do the jumps, you just step off of the Yeah, the we just pad. sat down on the couch and then put our feet back down. <laughs> yeah, uh, other than the fact that I was like three years old and didn't get the concept of cheating yet. Oh. <laughs> I was you missed out on all of it. Young. So uh, it was a pretty terrible game, as far as I remember. It was, it was unique because, you know, it was the first DDR pad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. And That's true. I think it had one and only one game, and that was it. No, there were Maybe a few. I think there were a few other ones, but not many. There was like a uh, like a workout game. I don't know. It, it was there was crazy. track so and field. There was an Olympic game, wasn't there? Yeah, I can't. So this is just sure. you know like archaic technology of the Wii Fit style stuff. Yeah, pretty much. I, I think it, pretty much the same. It was the Wii Fit without a scale. Well, really, without a cord and a scale. Yeah. You could you stand mean, with a, with the cord and without a scale. They had a yeah. cord. Yeah. Cool. Of course. Okay. Anyway, so nobody cares about track and field, right? So nobody's we playing love track that right and now. field. Matter of fact, I did that for like one day and then that was it. Yeah, Matter exactly. So uh, I guess the next would be uh, Punch-Out, right? Oh, yeah. So this is kind of the weird one that uh, raced, that really yeah. that came from Mar- Mario, right? Mario was in it, but it really came from Nintendo. I remember playing the arcade version and then getting it on the console and uh, duking it out. And I that's when I played the arcade one. Oh, it was I, lots of fun. It was I great. remember seeing it in, a, in an arcade in a bowling alley and being intimidated by it. It's got wireframe <laughs> guys. I know, that scared me. Yeah. When I was a kid, it's I'm like, cool. I, I don't think I could, I could step up to this now. Little Mac on the NES, he's tiny. You know, I can relate to him. That's right. Because I'm a little kid. Yeah. He's getting blown by his trainer like all the time. So <laughs> that's I mean. the wrong. That's Ring King. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's Damn the it. wrong one. I knew what you were talking about, though. <laughs> Damn it! But it's like there's that not much to say about Punch Out. Punch Out was lots of fun. It was difficult to an extent sometimes. Kind of like the new one, right? It's hard. Sometimes. Yeah, it's it's a pattern game. It's, yeah, it's a memorization. 
pattern so, game. So it was fun, but you know, it didn't exactly uh, last very long for me. I spent oh, once more you, once time. Once you got good at it, it didn't last very long. No. Um, what so, I spent the most time doing, though, of any other sport s game that I played, was Super Dodgeball. Mm. I played Super Dodgeball all the time. Mm. I so never what? played it as a child, though I do own it now. I still have never played it. Oh, it's such a it's such a great one, right? So you get to choose kind of like the order of your team and how you want them to be basically organized. Mm-hmm. And then you actively control one particular person. And so, you know, you had the stats of endurance. Um, you had power as how hard they threw the ball, obviously. And I think all of them had a special way they threw it based on ground throws and aerial throws. And so all I remember is like... Really, if you played, you only played the U.S. with the U.S. team because the other ones kind of sucked beyond belief. Right. Just like in real life. Can, and <laughs> can you dodge, dip, dive, duck, and dodge? Uh, you can dodge. You can catch the balls. Dive? I think so. It's been a little too long. Played a lot of it, but it's been too long. Those are the five D's of dodgeball. I know, but. I do remember, like, one of the great special moves was called Spear, and you could, like, take the ball, and it would, you know, warp because it was thrown so hard, and go all glowy, and then it would, like, knock through three or four people, and it was the only move that you could, like, throw through multiple people at one time. That's kind of terrifying. Yeah, it was kind of cheap, too, because pretty much you could do that the entire game and win most of the time, but... So there was no charge-up to do it? You could just do it whenever you wanted? There were charge-ups, you know, like you had to, it, everything was based on the distance you were away from the line, like you couldn't cross a line, mm-hmm. you had to throw before then, and also, so your position on the court, um, the power of the player, and some sort of endurance thing, I, don't, I really don't remember all that well. I just remember playing it over and over with uh, my sister and my neighbors that would come over, and that's what we'd do, single player. Did you just beat your sister every time? Mostly. That was nice. pretty common, though. I mean, yeah, we used to get in trouble for beating our sister at games because my dad would say that we were teaming up on her, even though she just sucked at games. Yeah, you can't help that. Yeah, exactly. Trauma might ensue, but that's not your problem. No, it's not my fault that she doesn't <laughs> practice like I do. <laughs> that's right. All right. So what else? Um, so I have quite a list here, but I think I'm gonna move, okay. Well, I'll, I'll move to Blades of Steel, um, because I think of all the uh, all the hockey games early on. That was probably the most interesting and popular even today, because it was yeah. the only one that had the isometric type feel to it, and so you weren't looking like dead on its side. You weren't looking from the goalie's point of view and going up the screen, which was just a terrible way to implement a hockey game, right? Mm-hmm. And it actually had kind of, you know, it, like they tried with the graphics to make it look like it was somewhat real, you know, realistic. And they had the slap shot and they had the pass. The only weird thing about it was the fights, right? So whenever you had to do a shootout, instead of doing that, they were just like, hey, throw, throw down the stick and uh, just go to blows. That's why I love that game. <laughs> it was an awesome game. And probably the best uh, sports game I remember playing on the NES by far. That was like 
true to its form. Because, you know, you play those football games and... Oh, I don't know. Okay, there was one exception, but I'll, I'll let someone yeah, else go okay. into that. All and right. uh, I think what I'll finish off, though, is kind of the weirdest of the of the bunch that I enjoyed, and that was Kirby's Dream Course on the SNES. Oh, God, I love that. That is a good game. It's not really a sports <laughs> game, though. It's, it's so it's golf? far Pup-Pup. removed from golf. golf that oh, it's totally golf. It's, it's golf, dude. It's like billiards, maybe. It, yeah, it's... Yeah. It's golf and pool at the same time. And well, we'll say it's closer to sports than, like, Marble Madness is. Well, Marble Madness has nothing to do with sports. Exactly. So, we're <laughs> doing pretty damn good. <laughs> he got you there, Chase. than, say, a cat cleaning itself. <laughs> he got you there. What are you talking gotcha. for? You're supposed to be reading or playing your little 3DS there. Yes, I am. Trying to I'm break multitasking. It. All right, now I'm uh, beating up a car as Cody. Um, honestly, I haven't actually... I didn't play Kirby's Dream Course back when I had an SNES, but I actually played it on, you know, the virtual console because... Um, my... Wait, what's the virtual console? You know, on the Wii. The Wii con- I don't remember what it's called. What? what? On the Wii. Is, I played stop it on being an Wii. idiot, Nate. Drag huh? the showdown. Is it that thing that Nintendo, like... Gave up on that thing that that they originally put out a few games for for the Wii, and then like uh, nothing ever happened in the past. What two years since then? Could be. It might okay. be the same thing. Ah, uh, yeah. So I do know what you're talking about. I, I was just uh, I was just way, making sure. That's the only place I played it on, and it was because of brother-in-law, and we played it a lot during Christmas, and it's all mainly because it was that or Doctor Mario. So. Oh, Doctor Mario. That's another profession game. Oh, we'll that's talk another that podcast. Time. Yeah, that's another podcast. We might do a Anyways. podcast about um, games based on professions and occupations, like Paperboy and Dr. Mario and Wall Street Kid. Back that's to the podcast. future. <laughs> you tease. You tease, Jace. I like to tease. Mm, you like what I'm yeah, showing you? Do. Mm. Uh, not really. It's hurting my eyes, I think. I can't take the 3D. Which is... Strange, because this is an audio <laughs> podcast. You shouldn't be seeing anything unless you have synesthesia. I do. Yeah, I see music. I smell right, time. moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Christopher. Yes. What else? Those are the main ones. Okay. Jace, put down your, your DSi. Oh, God damn it, let me pause it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Tell me about your sports games growing up, there weren't Mister. Many. There weren't many for me. I've never been a sports person. I never liked sports, but there were a few sports games that actually piqued my interest because they were just playing fun and weren't trying to go for a realistic sports experience. They were, they were just more arcadey fun than anything else, not the simulations you get today with like Madden and all that. You know, though they may right. be fun for some people, I have no interest in that. Um, like uh, like Chris mentioned, there's Punch Out, and uh, that was a like back in the day that was a graphical tour de force for the NES. I mean, those sprites were huge on a TV screen. Yeah. I didn't see anything that was that that was that huge. Um, any of you guys play Super Punch Out on the Super Nintendo? No, I, I I skipped that and I got the Wii Punch Out was the next one I played. Same here, same here. This is this is like post Mike Tyson, right? 
He was yeah. no longer Mike Tyson in that. Oh, well, I played him when, you know, White Mike Tyson was actually in Punch-Out, but, you know, later they they stopped producing the Mike Tyson version and just had the regular, uh, regular Punch-Out. They retconned out it, yeah. With, um... Is it? Mr. Dream. Mr. Dream. Mr. Dream, that's what it was. Yeah. It was just punch out at that point. And, um, you know, Psych- Excite Bike. Which, uh, that was a great game. It was, it was and I was game. really drawn to the creative track editing uh, portion of it. The, mm-hmm. You know, you can make your own tracks and then play it. Uh, except I don't think you could right. save it. If I remember correctly, I, you can't save so. it. Yeah. No, I don't remember being able to. Yeah, that but was you know, I don't remember any other game being able to do anything like that. That was what was so crazy about it. Yeah, and that stuck with me. The be the the ability to make your own levels in a video game really stuck with me, and I tried to seek it out in as many games as I could. And I found some on the Commodore sixty four, but you know, I always wanted it in like a Mario game, being able to make my own Mario levels. That never happened, except for with uh, Super Mario X, Super Mario Brothers X on the PC, which is pretty awesome, and everybody should check out. But it's not a sports game, so whatever. Um, did wait? Did, have you played the Excite Trucks game? No, I or haven't. anything. I Are haven't, we? but I heard it's good. It's it's fun. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say good, but yeah. it's fun. Well, wouldn't fun be good? Isn't it good to have fun? Mm, not it, always. I, okay. It's fun if you're playing with somebody else that you can punch and and play along with. Well, it's not fun if fun, you're yeah. yeah, it's not fun if you're uh uh playing to um get good at a video game or something, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Well. Yeah. Anyway, continue. There's, there's also sir. track and field like Chris mentioned and yeah, like many of us who's ever played track and field, we probably only played it once just because some kid in the neighborhood had the power pad. We went over yeah, to their the house. Yeah, the rich kid had yeah, it. Yeah, went over to their house, played it once, you know, enjoyed the 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 um, the gimmick of it one time, and then went back to playing our Super Mario Brothers and Castlevanias and Mega Mans. <laughs> and uh, that's that. reminds that. me of something else Nintendo came out with. What's what was that? that? Oh, it was called the Wii. Sorry. I couldn't oh, remember. Yeah. yeah. Except that one actually sold it. Um... <laughs> Then there's yeah. NBA Jam, and this is a great example of a sports game that isn't really a sports game. It's just based around a sport, and um, it was just all around fun. It was just all about the fun gaming mechanics uh, it, it, of just running around, dunking a ball while on fire. Yeah, and it was it, it's one of those games that is the most fun to just have a group of people over and just keep taking turns playing the game. It is a Definitely. great party game. And it had it a, a load of fun extras in it, like being able to play oh, God. Like Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. And yeah. I think the arcade version you could play is like Raiden and some other Mortal Kombat characters. Ah. Uh, yeah, big well, head do you, mode. Do you know if on the new one, can you be like Obama or Hillary yeah. or something? <laughs> yeah, you could be Obama. Uh, if, if I remember correctly, you could be Obama and Palin. And I nice. think some other characters too, some other presidential and and politicians and stuff like that. <clears throat> what was great cool about it is like... the fact that it finally reduced a basketball game down to be playable because you can't manage five people at once. But when you have two, all of a sudden you yeah. can play the game. 
Yeah. Yeah, and then amp up the fun portions of it. I mean, they found what was fun about, you know, basketball, reduced it in areas that weren't fun, and increased it in the areas that were fun. And make people be able to be on fire. Yes. Things being on fire always makes things fun. Yeah, most definitely. Yes. Um, Going back a bit, um, there was Skate or Die for the NES, which (laughs) playing it again is absolutely terrible, but... Uh, being a child of the 80s and early 90s, everybody thought skating was absolutely rad. And if, <laughs> skating if you was absolutely if rad. If you didn't like gleaming the cube, then you were a loser <laughs> and should be shot. You know, you, you wanted to be one of those kids in the Tony the Tiger commercials, skateboarding, while some cartoon tiger cheered you along and gave you free cereal. You know, and, and not have it be free creepy. cereal. Um. But yeah, Skate or Die is like a seri- like a collection of, of mini games uh, focused around skateboarding. Of course, one of them is you know going down a street while another person is going down the same street, and they can punch you, and you gotta avoid obstacles and get to the end. Uh, another one is going through like a empty swimming pool with these these American Gladiator boffer weapons and trying to knock the other person off the skateboard. And all of these had had similar but different slightly different controls for each of them and you had to you know memorize how to, how to control them and they're very very awkward to to uh to pull off any of the controls uh there's the half pipe there is there, there are a few of them and in the center of course is the dude with the mohawk running the skate shop and he asks you if he likes if you like his do you well, like his do I'm... nate do you like his do i totally love his do good semper fire die would That's you do it's... the do uh, you have to. I do the do all the time. You have to to be able to play the game correctly. You have to do the do. Okay. You are, you are absolutely right. Moving along. Um, but Skate or Die, I mean, like my, you know, a lot of people's interest in, in a, a skateboarding game was born at probably out of playing 720 in the arcade. Has any of you played 720? I don't it's think like a, so. It's a, it, it's a, it's a trackball, like 720 degrees. No, it's a trackball-based skateboarding game, and it's done in like an isometric angle. And there's bees chasing you throughout the entire fucking thing. And the bees no. always took you out before you got to do anything interesting. It was it was no. cool but frustrating at the same time. And I wanted a home experience for that. And Skater Die was one of the first skateboarding games, and snatched that no. up and was I, I Stockholm syndrome. I enjoyed it, you know, because of that. Um, skating in the arcade for me is purely top skater, Mm -hmm. which was the game, you know, with the, the little, uh, skateboard, skateboard uh, what's it called? Deck. Yeah. Yeah. Deck. And you just stood on it and swung from side to side. Yeah. Ah, I sucked at that game, but I played it so much. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Continue. No, that's cool. Totally on topic. Um, <laughs> back to my, uh, my love for Excitebike. When I got my Game Boy, uh, I was, you know, searching around for games that I might enjoy, and one of them caught my eye in, uh, in, in a, uh, the game section of a department store, and it was, uh, Motocross Maniacs. And I didn't know anything about it other than it reminded me of Excitebike. <laughs> and I, that's all I knew about it. Just the box and the, the name and everything. 
So I bought it and I was not disappointed. It wasn't, it's not exactly like Excitebike. Uh, as you know, it is side scrolling, but there are no like planes to shift between, to steer between. It's all just on one plane. But they added so many different like uh, elements of like going through through loop to loops and hills and spirals, and you have to like you know spin your your uh, your motorcycle in the air and land correctly. I mean, I guess it kind of sounds like um, what's that game on Xbox Live Arcade that did real well last year about the motorcycles? Uh, Trials HD. Trials HD. It's. I mean, it sounds like Trials HD. It's not because it's not hard. There, you, you go around, you get different power ups, and you get speed and, and stuff like that. It's Trials really fun. It bitch. it was a lot of fun on the Game Boy, and I played. I put in so many hours to that game. I think they made a sequel for it on the Game Boy Advance, but I tried it once and it didn't really interest me. I don't. I don't know why it hmm. didn't interest me. I can't really remember, but uh, that's kind of it for me. Um, I, I did get to, to every so often play like a baseball game or maybe play double dribble once in a while at a friend's house, but uh, yeah. more well, yeah, often than not, I'd, I'd want to go towards you know Mega Man or Castlevania or Mario or one of those other games. Sports you know, has never and will never really hold much attention in my eyes unless it's something that has some unique play mechanics and ends up being just a fun game instead of as you know, a simulation of that sport. That's understandable. Yeah, because sports are. I mean, we're we're nerds, you know. Yeah. yeah. What What does sports have to do with us? Mm. Exactly. So, yeah, that was great. Um, for me, I'm surprised neither of you touched on this. I know Nacho was going to talk about it, but um, the big game for me was NFL Blitz. Oh, blitz. Um, oh, yeah. In, I'm... like, high school, hmm. we would, like, all weekend just play game after game after game of NFL Blitz because it's the most fun football game. I mean, it's NBA Jam with football. Right. And it's the uh, same guys, right? It's Midway who did yeah. both of them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind so. of disappointed that I missed out on Blitz, especially since I love Jam. Um... Pick it, just pick it up for GameCube and play it on your Wii. It still holds up. Hmm. Oh yeah, I, it was. Great. I was playing it a couple weekends ago on GameCube with some friends, and we we looked up a couple codes, and I was playing as like a tiger, and he was playing as like a dolphin. It was. <laughs> How does it was that work? <laughs> a I don't know. It doesn't work, <laughs> but it's ridiculously awesome. So yeah, I mean. There was that, and, and I guess 64 era was my big my big uh, era for, for games like that, because also uh, WCW versus NW, NWO World Tour, oh, yeah. and then no Mercy, or WWF No Mercy, and uh, there was one more in that series, but I cannot remember what it's called right now. It doesn't matter, but those games, I mean, you had to take your Nintendo 64 controller and Nobody can see what I'm doing right now. But you, instead of holding it, you know, like Goldeneye, you actually had to move your left hand up and use the D-pad. And it was the reason why the the 64 had the three-prong controller. And, uh, I mean, I, I was in love with wrestling. I will 
I'm not ashamed to admit that. <laughs> I had okay. no idea. I wow. I watched every Monday night uh, for about five years in a row. I watched. Wow. And, I mean, this was in the golden ages. It was uh, Goldberg, The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Undertaker was actually still going. Um, uh, uh, what's his at Like X-Pac, Triple H. God, why am I... How do I still know these names? Was that Which Hollywood Hogan me? times? Uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, it was... He he did that for the NWO, and then he came back and was regular Hulk for a while. Um, God. But uh, anyway, that doesn't matter. It's it's the games. It was it was a, a kind of button-mashy, kind of beat-em-up, almost like playing... Um, Oh, what are they like a, a a side-scrolling double dragon sort of thing? Except you're contained in the ring, and uh, I loved doing that. And I loved because you could build up your uh, meter until you had your special move. And you know everybody, all the wrestlers have their signature move, so you just build up just so that you can do that one move, and then throw it in your your friend's face that you just. Uh, I don't know, did the Stone Cold stunner on him. Uh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> Jace, are you playing Street Fighter 3D? Uh, what makes you say that? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Uh, I just wanted to make sure you heard this next part, because oh, I think I you're going to hop back in. Yes, I will. Uh, uh, the Mutant League games yes. on Genesis... Were uh, which did you like better, football or hockey? You know, uh, I only got to play the football one, and only when it was rented on my brother's system. So I didn't get uh. a lot of exposure on it, but the little exposure I did, like I was very impressed with the theme <laughs> of mutant oh. league football and being able to destroy players and even destroy, you know, kill the coach, destroying kill yeah. the coach. Yeah. I, I guarantee if my mom had known what I was playing at that time, she would have, like, flipped her lid, and <laughs> I would not be playing games to this day. Um, but my favorite part was on Mutant League Hockey. Uh, there there were parts where there were, like, holes in the ice or stuff, and you could knock guys into that, and then you would see their bodies, like, underneath the ice just, like, floating for That's a little crazy. bit. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a brilliant game, and... What if they brought that series back now? Well, I mean, why haven't they brought it back? Seriously, why That's don't we have question? Why don't we have these arcade style games? Like NBA Jam came back out. Does any do you know how well it sold? I don't know how well it sold. Ah man, that's probably the sad thing is is none of us bought it, <laughs> and so <laughs> yeah, because it was it was it was a weird release. Okay, it was originally on the Wii, and then it was supposed to be like. An extra pack-in Yeah, it was for... supposed to be an XBLA title. No, it was suppo- originally supposed to be an extra pack-in for some actual NBA game, but uh, oh. that never, like, the NBA game, I forget what the NBA game was called, but it got canceled, and then eventually it was put out on Xbox Live Arcade, but I heard, like, there were some missing modes, but I might be wrong about that. Uh, yeah. It... it uh... I'm sorry I didn't buy it midway. Please make more games like that. I I, I apologize. Um, 
like Maybe everybody. She, if it's on the 3DS, I'll buy it. <laughs> I will too once I get my 3DS. Anyway, um, like everybody uh, on the NES, I played Tecmo Bowl, Tecmo Super Bowl. I did. So there's there's uh, there's not much to be said. I mean, it's yeah. a fun game. There there is. I'll, I'll tell you guys. Uh, we my brother and I used to play with the kid down the street who who was the rich kid who had everything. And he loved uh, Walter Payton, the uh, football player for the Colts, maybe? It doesn't matter. I'm just going to make myself sound like an idiot if I try to guess. But, um, and we used to make him mad because we would call him Walter Penis, which we, th- <laughs> which we thought was hilarious because, I mean, we were like seven years old at the time. And so just saying penis in itself is hilarious. So the very fact that we called him Walter Penis was uh, probably the epitome of comedy for us. And it used to piss off our friends so much that he would, like, rage quit and make us, (laughs) like, leave. It's easy to piss off kids, you know? It really is. Just just call their hero a penis and, you know. That'll do it. Game over for them. That'll do it. There's bears, by the way. Bears? Damn. (laughs) Uh, uh, aside from that, uh, the Back to the 64 era was the uh, Ken Griffey baseball games. Or was that Super Nintendo? Or both? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Um, I, I played... I was, I was in a baseball, like, high in high school when I was also watching wrestling. I was trying to be cool, I guess. But um, the Griffey baseball games were actually pretty good simulation baseball games. I mean, I liked it because there was the arcade-y um, mini-games where you could do, like, the home run derby and just mm-hmm. do that for a couple hours with friends. But uh, Yeah. The, the best baseball simulation game I remember playing was World Series Baseball on the Game Gear. And uh, I think mostly because it was 95 when it was released. And so the Braves had the best stats in the game. Nice. <laughs> so, since I'm a Braves fan, that worked out really well. Uh, I, I would tend to agree. That's a that's a good game. Um, I don't know. Aside from those, that's, uh, that's about it for me. What about you guys? Is anything else you want to bring up real quick? No, that's pretty much it for me. No. Oh, Chris! I mean, for th- yeah, Chris has Mario Tennis. Oh, what, do we want to do the, a whole Mario Italy's... Sports series? Oh, yeah, because Mario, Mario Tennis is fantastic. Yeah, um, but I think that deserves its own its its own show. Yeah, Mario Tennis was fantastic and great multiplayer capabilities. Oh, I still um, play. I never it. got to play golf though. No, don't. Don't Unless you what? like golf. Mario Golf, I, I actually play Mario Golf on the GameCube, and it is one of the best GameCube games. I, I, I just don't like golf. Well, neither do I, but Mario Golf was fun. You don't like really? golf, but you like uh, Kirby's Dream Course, right? It's, it's it, all right. It, oh. And I played something <laughs> like Wakiki Golf pretty frequently on the NES, or N64. I just didn't mention it. Mm. <laughs> There's not much to say. It was a golf game. The end. <laughs> yeah. Golf on uh, So, uh, have it. we hit our hit our brick wall then? 
I think so. All right. Well, let's take a break, and then we'll wrap it up with maybe we'll do a retro reading. Maybe we'll just make Jace play his his 3DS oh, right up next to his microphone so that, so that we can hear it and, and dance to the music. <laughs> All right. Jace, sing us out for the break. Hello, everybody. We are back for our final segment in which Jace Pogue reads to us from history. Jace, take it away. I have here a uh, box copy. Uh, it's got everything in it, I believe, except for maybe the promo stuff, of, uh, for the Game Boy, Swears, The Final Fantasy Legend. Ooh. Uh, technically... Um, this isn't a Final Fantasy game. It's a mana game. Nope. Isn't it? Uh, the, you're thinking of the Final Fantasy Adventure. Adventure. Oh. That's a mana game. What's Legend? Uh, Legend is a saga game. Oh. Like romancing saga. And yeah, yeah. Saga Frontier and all that stuff. You know, this, but this is back when it was actually fun. Um, <clears throat> so let me read to you the back of the box. See if you would want to purchase this after reading it. The Final Fantasy Legend, TM. Fantastic fun. I already Look. want to buy it. <laughs> yes, already. Yeah. Let, let's, let's put some sugar on top. Oh, yeah. The Final Fantasy Legend takes you on a sensational voyage through four fantastic worlds. Land, ocean, space, and future city. Ooh. Yeah. You and your band of warriors seek to overpower zombies, goblins, and dreadful monsters hidden along the way. Secret clues lead you to the exotic weapons and treasures you'll need to stay alive. Your quest? To save paradise from the evil Ashura devils. They're wicked and treacherous. It takes all the spirit and cunning you can muster to claim victory. Once you've started, there's no turning back. Are you daring enough? No. <laughs> I don't think I don't so. I think I am daring enough. Oh, man. That sucks. Who's going to save paradise? And if you start, apparently you can't sure turn first the off switch. I'm, so. I'm worried about the future oh, city. So you better have, like, a, a full-charged, uh, you know, batteries. and. Yeah, I'm worried about cause... ocean zombies, personally. 
Oh. Ocean zombies? Yeah, they can rise up from their watery grave to grab you. I mean, yeah, because you can't plug in your Game Boy. Oh, damn. There, there was an AC adapter for the Game Boy. Sold separately. I never got that. You should have. I really should have. We you wasted so much battery. money on batteries. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. I once, yeah. while actually while playing this game, uh, I had my AA batteries explode within my Game Boy. Awesome. Yeah, they were uh, rechargeable batteries uh, made specifically for RC cars. <laughs> so <laughs> what? That might have had something to do with it. Maybe explain. Uh, so explain yeah, they this, they, they explode. They popped. I was playing it and I heard a pop and felt it in my hand. And then, like, the screen just kind of faded out. I'm like, what the... When I was a kid, and I opened it up, and there's, like, battery acid all leaking out. And I had to hurry up and clean that out and not get it on my skin. And, well, my Game Boy still works to this day. And and Final Fantasy Legend works and everything like that. It's just... Uh, I had to go back and redo that section. The best part of the Game Boy was the Light Boy. That's my favorite boy. thing. There were so many different... Uh, light and magnifying peripherals. I had one, and it was I, terrible. I it never worked. Never. It, it worked. barely, barely worked. God. Oh my god! Anyway. The artwork in this manual is terrible. You know when, like, back in the day when they didn't want to have Japanese art right. in it the had American, to be American version. Yeah. yeah, these are just absolutely terrible. I mean, they're, I guess I guess you could say they're higher quality Americanized art, but it's still nothing I would want to see in a Final Fantasy game. It's not. It's not. Uh, uh, or saga game. Zippers and buckles. It's not what. Zippers and buckles. You know. No, no zippers and buckles, and one guy just has a loincloth. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this not game bad. was this game was awesome. You could. Uh, you can turn your characters into like different things by eating like by eating meat. You turn into a monster, and eating different monster meats would turn you into different monsters. And, <laughs> wow. and using like gears and stuff like that from like enemies, like can turn you into robots. And there was a lot of customization in this game, a lot of different classes. It was, it's it's one of my all time favorites. Nice. Um. Uh, off subject, real quick, Jace. I just I saw that there's a way to get your AR cards on your phone, on your smartphone. Oh, maybe yeah. you can try that, and that'll have enough light. Oh yeah, maybe I should. Yeah, just take a picture on my phone, and then. No, no. Uh, there's somebody that down. You can download them, I believe. Oh okay. Um, well, I'm trying to find you the site. It's um. Joystick has the link, so. Okay, that might be fun. Yeah. Alright, so thank you guys for um, joining me, Jace and Chris. Um, we're sorry Kent and Katie could not make it, but if you want to hear more from them or from us, drop us an email at podcast at bitpunks.com or just head on over to bitpunks.com and um, leave us some comments. Let us know what you think. Give us some ideas for future episodes. We need um, ideas. Yeah, we do. Except we have, for, for the uh, the occupational games podcast. True that. We we have some good ones, but we would love some more. Um, and we like encouragement and feedback from people. Uh, we do. It it 
it's the payoff that we get for doing this because you know we're not getting paid for this. We don't make any money, and it takes our time and effort to, to to make it. Kent doesn't send you the. Ch- uh, I mean, never mind. Uh, continue. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna have to inquire into this. And we're no, interested no, in doing I said that. what you want done. Yeah, I mean, this is true. We're we are rewarded by you guys being entertained and hearing that you guys like us. Um, it's just all that positive feedback and. You know, makes us not want to kill ourselves at night and, you know, gives us well, a reason to live, really. This is true. And if you don't listen to this and you don't give us any feedback, we might kill ourselves. Uh, Jace, no. don't, don't give them <laughs> fuel not to send way, us stuff. If you have any negative feedback, send it to jace at bigpunks.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for Jace, Chris, and myself... This has been BitPunk's The Sports Etsk episode.